Right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Let's Boogie 101 show for another exciting episode. The team is in the building and we are back. This is the Let's Boogie 101 show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, WJON. We have an exciting show tonight. We have a special guest coming in in a little while. We're going we're gonna to get to him. But right now, I just want to say hello to my to my co-hosts. I like, you know what? I missed y'all. I missed y'all this whole week. And I hope that uh hope everything is good with y'all, man, because we are, you know, we we're family, man. And we do this each and every week. We have a great time. We we bring great information. We bring great guests. You know, and I kind of miss y'all this week, man. I kind of miss y'all, man. How y'all doing, man? Dalia, what's going on? I'm good. How are you? I miss you too. I don't know if I missed Tattletale, but I missed you. <laughs> yeah, you traveling all over the place. I see you in yes, hotel rooms, week, conferences. What's happening? I am in Atlanta, cold Atlanta. This is not hot Atlanta when you mm. get up and it's 42 degrees. So I'm here. You know, everybody got a day job. So my day job requires me to attend um, diversity conferences. And, um, it, and I work in manufacturing. I'm over... Um, North America, which includes Canada. Hmm. So I'm here. My big boss is here. And some of the teams that I work with in the different business lines are all here. So we're we're like a baseball team that came. So <laughs> Wow. Wow. So and I'm then on... next week I'll be in California. Right in LA, right? You going to LA next week? I'm sorry. You gonna be in LA? I'll be in LA next week. Yes. Yes, and what's what's going on in LA? What's what's um, happening out there? What are you doing out there? LA, it's a conference called SWE, which is Society of Women Engineers. So we are going looking for STEM women who uh, are looking for jobs with us. And okay. uh, the company I work for is one of the largest um, employers in the world. They're called Saint Coban, hmm. and people will tell you I've never heard of them because we have thirteen business lines. So if I name off the business lines you you probably saw the billboards or you saw them so our biggest business line is called um certainty so if you're into home improvements right you know who certainty is so every single thing that is around you in your house we have probably manufactured from your roof to the walls to the floors to the windows mm. and for example we make the windows for tesla really so, yeah okay. yeah oh, okay yeah. So it's right. a good company. It Sounds it breaks good. it breaks the focus in music. It kind of makes my mind work a different way, and it keeps me on my toes. So I like doing it. All right. So you've been mixing also some music in between all these trips. Tell us a little bit about that. So let's see. I was in Baltimore with Allison Williams and um, Nathan Mitchell. They're getting ready to go to Arizona. Well, Nathan and Najee are going to Arizona for the Arizona Jazz Festival. And okay. Nathan performs Friday and Najee performs Saturday. So nice. I, I won't be going out with them because y'all know I'm still in school. So, you know, I, I, I got to get home and do some papers. So, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's living this kind of life that I have, I feel blessed because mm. I get to do two of my passions and meet with people that love me and travel the world with them and meet new people all over the world, experience all kinds of music. So I am blessed and humbled that this has happened. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. God bless you. That's that's a beautiful thing to do what you love to do and, and have fun doing it and get paid for it. Ah, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's <laughs> 
That's, that really makes makes the difference. My brother, exactly. Tattletail. What's going on, man? Good day, mates. Good day, mates. I just got back from Sydney, Australia. I did. Yes, I did. I had a ball there. Look here. I just presided over the first kangaroo race out of Sydney. That's right, I did. I also went to a boomerang factory. Everything's bouncing all around. You know, I think we should bring boomerangs here. And so that way, when you throw something at someone, it was going to come back to you. So that way, it won't be no more bloody gun violence here. What do you think? Yeah. Come yeah. on, say okay. something, Governor. I don't know what to think about that, man. I have no <laughs> I idea think what you're talking about. Right yeah, now. <laughs> I need some more medication. You I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, by the way, I saw, I saw the cutest mom kangaroo, and she looked just like Dahlia. I, and I said, Dahlia, how did you hop all the way down here to the land down under? Wow. How did you do I, it? And wow. I kicked you with my hoofs, didn't I? Oh, you've been kicking me for the last 30 years. There Nothing you new. I see you feeling all right tonight, my brother. I see you all feeling uh, okay listen, tonight. Better than last week. When, when, I, when I see y'all, y'all just make me feel good all over. You know? Good, I, I'm good. around people that love me. I'm around my friends and I'm having a good time doing what I love to do. You know, acting a fool. You know? Life is good. There you go. There you go. Well, you know what? You got to keep going, man. You got to keep it going no matter what happens, man. Life on life terms. Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. we do. Tattleton, what's going on with the comedy, man? When, when are you going back to the club, man? What's going on with that? We're waiting on that. Yeah, I want to go back uh, the first of uh, November. Had a, a couple more things I had to do medically. Um, okay. <clears throat> you know, like, uh, uh, with this whole cancer thing, as you know, I'm in remission. But I'm still dealing with the side effects of the medication. You know, uh, one day you're feeling fantastic. The next day you feel lousy. Mm -hmm. uh, when you get up in the morning, you don't know. You, you really don't know how you're going to feel. You right. know, you really don't know how you're going to feel. But, uh, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm still pushing forward, still pushing forward. Yeah, I see that, you man. need That's to good. ask that doctor for some medical CBD stuff. So, you know, help you through it. Mm. I ain't messing with no it. drugs. <laughs> I ain't messing with no drugs. No drugs. No drugs. Now you're going to be all right, man. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. You have not given up and you push it, man. I love that, man. That's I love it. that strength, exactly. man. That strength and resilience, man. Keep it pushing, brother. You, you're thank your you, prime thank example. You. Appreciate man. that. You're a prime Appreciate example. Appreciate that. Man. Yes, indeed, brother. Yes, indeed. Um, so with me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you what's going on with me. Um, yes, what's going on with you? Uh, <laughs> you see, I shaved my mustache off. You know, I shaved, my, I shaved it off accidentally, not accidentally, but accidentally on purpose. You know, got that baby face back and uh, <laughs> feeling pretty good. You know, feeling pretty good. But all in all, all in all, things are good. Yeah, yeah. All in all, things are good. Things are good. This is now our fall winter season, so we're gonna start making things really move, really move. We got a big event coming up on February. Uh, 10th at the Black Spectrum Theater. We got that coming up. And then we're also doing some other things um, in terms of uh, some records coming out. We got some records coming out with one of our artists that's going to be coming out soon with Peter Wayne. You know who Peter Wayne is. We're going to, you know, drop something on him, put it out in Europe. See, you know, once again, he had four hits over in Europe back to back. So it's time to 
trying to go ahead and make that happen again. So we're going to do that. Uh, and my son, my son is working on his music. We got a song getting ready to come out on him. It's called Something About You. He's performed it many times before, but we're going to revamp it. It's a song that we did probably two years ago. We never released it. We never released mm-hmm. it. So now we're going to revamp it, add some new things to it, probably even add an, a, a verse to it, because I think it needs a verse. We're just going to go in the studio and get busy with that. So we're excited mm-hmm. about that. We're excited about that. You know, um, oh, you're making me want to start singing again. Well, just, hey, come on. Come on now. <laughs> we, we, we might need some help in the background. We might need that female voice. There you go. So come on there out. Let's go. make it happen. Not a problem. Not a but problem. When you say I got a tour, I'll be like, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah, I bring well, you my got a lot. You got a lot going on. You got a lot going on. Exactly. But listen, real quick, before we get to the brother that's here, this our guest. I'm not going to mention his name. I'm going to let you do that. What's going on, and what is your take on this whole Israel-Gaza thing that's going on out here? I need to hear from you. Tattletale, hit me off first, brother, because I know you're a historian. Talk to me. Uh, very touchy subject. Very touchy subject. Uh, wow. Well, 1948, when they created the state of Israel, Whoever resided in that area should have been classed as an Israeli. Whether you, you know, that would be because what that area needs, they, they need a sense of oneness, togetherness. And until they get that sense of oneness and togetherness, it's going to be, it's going to be problems. All right. Anyway, even this country here, we have, we have issues. All right. Because you got some groups, the mainstream doesn't feel that they're Americans. Mm-hmm. And, we we have ups and downs. We have riots. Uh, we can see how the police treat uh, black and brown people as opposed to they treat people uh, of European descent. It's it's a big difference, and um, the same thing is going on over there. You have to treat people equally and give everybody an equal chance in life. You can't separate people. You. you it, 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 and, uh, and that's the thing, but you know this 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 killing has to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah agreed, agreed. I I agree. You know, um, it is a horrible, horrible thing for everyone to wake up and find that thousands of people have died for no good reason. And I'm not taking sides. I'm not saying it is. Palestine, I am not saying if it is Israel, who's right or who's wrong, but the people who are affected the most are the people who have nothing to do with the controversy and the politics of it all, Mm -hmm. and they're the worst to suffer. So my heart breaks on both sides for people and families, women and children, the elderly who have died for no reason other than people fighting against each other where you all look the same, you all are the same, and the only difference is, is your religion and politics. And yeah. I think it's a sad, sad day and in, in time in our lives. And it, it, it uh, really disturbs me that we have countries preparing for war mm-hmm. on these, because of these two, in, this, this incidences right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh... Very, very disturbing, but yet still, this has been going on for centuries. It's been mm-hmm. going on for centuries. This is nothing new. 
Um, we can get into a whole conversation about this, which I'm not going to go too mm-hmm. far with. But I will say that the innocent lives, the innocent lives, number one, these children, you know, um, you yeah. can't just chalk it up to collateral damage. I don't believe in collateral. This is a, this was um, an attack. I don't know. Here again, like you said, I don't want to take sides. I don't know enough about it to take sides or I have an opinion or a judgment. But what I see on the surface doesn't look good, period. You know, and like you said, losing lives for any reason, you know, um, I never say that's a good reason when you lose a life. I don't know a good reason to take someone's life that really has nothing to do with the whole conflict itself. You know, I remember the days when um, when they said, meet me on the battlefield and they took it out mm-hmm. to the field somewhere and and, mm-hmm. and they squared off on the, on the field. Today, <laughs> the square off is wherever you stand It's at the supermarket. Exactly. It's sitting down eating. It's it's you walking down the street and they just they just attacked. They just attacked innocent, yeah. you know, a people in the general. And that I have a problem with. You know, wars yes. should be fought somewhere in the distance where the people that really don't want to be involved are not involved, even though of course everyone's involved with the outcome and the politics of it all. But exactly. at the end of the day, when you see kids getting shot. And old people getting shot, or just people in general just get shot in the middle of the day, you know, as they're going about their regular day. There's, there's got to, there's, there's something wrong with that. There's something exactly. wrong with that. I don't know how you justify that, but see, here again, we, I think, I think living here where we live, we, we have a different way of living, even though the mentality might be here as well, um, and it has happened in a, a more subtle way, but, man. Can you imagine living in 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 an area where things like that are consistent and constant? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I really don't have an answer, but I know that um, he's busy. It's busy yeah. out there. Let me just put it like that. It's real busy, and I think I think at the end of the day, we need to. Um, I don't even know if you can find a resolve to be honest with you, because this has been going on forever. It's been going on forever. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Tattletail, when 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 someone is or when when we're separating people, number one, when we're mm-hmm. separating people by class, religion, race, and all this kind of stuff, you always have a conflict. The whole thing is divide and conquer. The strong always take over the weak, and the weak always fall to the strong, and that's what it's always been. And there's there's certain group of people that are always, always in the mix. I don't even want to go there, but they're always in the mix, if you understand what I'm saying. Right. And that's the right. problem. And 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 let me just say this real quick. I was talking to somebody and um, the whole divide and conquer is the only way where they take and they use your mentality against you to control you. See, I could go a whole lot of places mm-hmm. with this, but that's what we as people have been through. And we keep allowing that to take, to take us and keep us where we're at. We have to be smart enough to understand the the methodology that they used that they've been using for right. to, you know, to control us forever. All they got to do is just put the light skin one over here, the dark skin one over there. Give the light skin one something more. Keep the dark skin one a little angry and upset, and we gonna clash. That's all it is, mm-hmm. and it, and it works every time. It's, it works, and it does, not, and not just on us. It works on everybody. You divide right. and conquer people. You separate people. You make somebody feel better than and somebody less than. You are gonna have a conflict. Exactly. You know, so I, exactly. I don't think it's going to ever stop. I really don't. 
I really don't think it's going to stop. And and one of the things that I do know, and I talk to people about this all the time, we as a as 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 a race as as a race need to understand. I think this is real important. People say, "Well, God, you know, it's going to take care of this, that, and the third. But one of the problems is if we don't know who we are, mm-hmm. we don't really really know who we are. That's one of the main reasons why we treat ourselves the way we treat ourselves and why we treat each other the way we treat our, each other. It's, people say, well, you know, I don't care about all that Africa stuff and I don't care about what happened in the past. And You better care about it. You better care about mm-hmm. it because that's the problem. If other people knew and were educated mm-hmm. on who we really are, if other people knew what we've actually done as, as contributions in this world that we live in, they would they would look at us differently because they have not been educated as well. And then our own people, we have not been educated on who we truly, truly are. So when you start taking on that 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 image of being that in, inferior individual, because I know people that really run around here talking about they act like who they say that who who they say we are, and I, I, I don't get it that you're going to bow down to somebody. Because they tell you that you are that mm-hmm. and you believe that and you have not even taken the time to to try to find out. And unfortunately, everybody doesn't have them in that capacity to do that. But the ones that do, the ones, those of us that do, we need to make sure that we keep spreading the word to one another. And, you know, to say, well, I don't want to talk to that. It doesn't matter. You know, Martin Luther King, this, this person, that. I don't, it doesn't matter. Not this time. You know, everybody that was dead. All of that. Let me tell you something. This, this still goes on today. Everything, mm-hmm. nothing has changed. It's just got a different mm-hmm. face. It's just got a different way of doing it. It's still the same. And I think education of who we are is the main factor. Exactly. Our youth, they got to know who they are. They got to know that they're not just bums. They're not just the N-word. They're not just shaking their butts. They're not just all of that. They we, we, we come from somewhere. We come from a rich heritage. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are, how can you act? It's understandable why we're in the position we are because we allow them to tell us who we are. I can go on and on about that, and I'm, I'm gonna stop that right there. We're gonna pick that up on another. <laughs> that is definitely a conversation. Go on and on, man. Look, look, look. On, on a lighter note, a lighter note, we got the brother down there, and I can tell this brother right here got a lot to say about this. I didn't bring him in for that. We came to talk about his music. If he wants to jump in on that, I have no problem with that. Can you please introduce our guest now, you please? Because I can go on and on. Well, I am so pleased to introduce the guest tonight. And yes, he is one of my clients. Again. <laughs> I only pick talented people. Um, his name is Lamon. Hi, Lamon. What's up? What's up? All right, all right, brother. How you doing, man? What's I'm up, chilling. Man? What's up, Les Boogie? It's the first time we've met officially. He's pleasure right. to meet you. Yes, sir. You too, What's up, Tattletale? I'm here, man. I'm here, man. Cool. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing, brother. It's been a while. Good to see you. Same here, yeah, my man. brother. Same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before yeah. Um, Les gets into this interview, let me just tell you a little bit about him. He is a vocalist who crosses all genres. He sings everything. Um, he is a songwriter, phenomenal writer, a producer. Um, he, and I, I was telling the guys before, Lamone, that I have watched you mature into a man that makes a difference in the world and i'm so proud of the work that you've done he has he has sung with mesa he has sung with um silver logan sharp i believe right 
Um, Melissa he Morgan. He has his, his actually his singles have hit the top 100s, probably top 50s in England, in the UK. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Nice. He's also sung with my brother Najee. He's toured right. with him. I think it was about a good two years. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, from um, like two, from like 05 to 07. Years, right? Wow, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Exactly. And worked with, let me see, Brian McKnight. You've worked with Vesta. You've worked with Phil Perry. You've worked with Will Downing. Um, and, and just really watching your career grow and flourish. And trust me, he and I get into conversations and we sometimes yell. But he's <laughs> always been... But it's all, yell, love, though. Listen. <laughs> it's all love, It's all love, though. <laughs> but he knows I, I always have his best interest at heart. So everyone, this is Lamone. Welcome, so now, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the what's show. Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> hey, listen, off the off the rip, I'm gonna tell you. Um, I I listened to you. Uh, I listened to some. Uh, I went to your, your YouTube channel. Uh -huh. Um, of course, I hear the 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 different the different ways you express yourself musically, and. Okay. The name she just mentioned, you're right there with those people. So let me just say that first of all. Wow. You're right there with those. No, no, you my brother, you, you look, man. I, I don't I don't blow smoke. You're bad, you, you're a bad man. You're a bad man. I appreciate, man that. Focus, I appreciate hearing that. You're bad, you know, yeah, I don't always feel that focus. way, but I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and you know, when she said, you know, she, and I went, you know, I check people out and I've been around a minute, you know, and I've mm -hmm. been around a minute. And I one thing I do know, I know when somebody is is talented. And you are talented, and um, we're looking to we're looking to help you push forward. And this is what this show is about—to give people like yourself an opportunity to let people know who you are, even though you know people. But it's always good to let my people know who you are. Tells people to know who you are, and people that don't know you know who you are. So this is your show tonight, brother. You can start off from the beginning and tell us all about who you are to you and what this is all about, man. You've got the mic. Where did wow. Where did it all? Well, first of all, again, let me just say it's a pleasure to be here on the Let's Boogie show. This is, I guess I'm getting my cherry pop because this is the first time I've been on the show. It, okay. uh, it is definitely a pleasure. So thank you, uh, Mr. Let's Boogie. Uh, I've been singing for as long as I can remember, bro. I mean, I mean even back in elementary school as a, as a child, or throughout high school, I was one of those dudes who didn't really want people to know that I could sing or I wanted mm. to sing. You know how it was back in the day. You just that, that just wasn't like the cool thing right, right. to do. <laughs> but um, once I, I, I left out of high school, I was like, Lamont, you know this is what you like to do. You're, you're a singer. It's like you wake. It's, it's like that line that Whoopi Goldberg said in, in uh, I think it was Sister Act when she was like, "If you wake up every day, you and you singing, then you're supposed to be a singer." <laughs> so that's that's how I was back in the day. It's like I always had music in my head. You know, um, I come from a family of uh, I'm not going to say sing. My mother does sing. Um, my father was just an avid music collector. I mean, he would take me to the record shop every weekend in New Haven, Connecticut, and buy all the latest funk mm. dance music, <laughs> while my mother would buy all the latest jazz music. So, I mean, okay. as a child, I was like a rebel. I didn't really want to listen to jazz. I thought it was old people music, and, and now I love it. It's like one of my favorite genres to this day. Okay. So, it, I was, it, it was always music being played in the house, you know, like on my little uh, suitcase record player, you know, it's... 
And I've just been influenced by so many different artists. I mean, the people always ask me who am I influenced by. It's across the board. I mean, I'm I'm talking male and female. I can go from a Sam Cooke to an Aretha Franklin to a Brian Midnight. You know what I'm saying? E even mm -hmm. modern day people from a Chris Brown to a Usher. And I'm just all over the place across the board. Nice. I'm one of those e eclectic artists who's just, you know, it's kind of yeah. hard to put me into a particular lane because I'm just kind of all over the place. But I like that being an independent artist because I have that flexibility. Like, right. you know, I can pretty much go where I want to go. I don't really have the label telling me, well, Lamone, this is the lane we want you to to stay in. Mm -hmm. Don't deviate, you know? Right, right. So right. I kind of have that freedom. <laughs> right, right. That's fantastic, man. When was, when was like, I always ask, when was that time when this actually hit you and you said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm actually good at this, man. When was that moment? I mean, when was that moment? Because there's always a moment. When was that moment for you when you said, yo, I can really do this, not just sing around the house and, you know, and, and, and sneak around and sing the girls' ears and all that. I'm going to let people know I can really do this. When was that for you? Wow. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Probably when Najee welcomed me out on his tour back oh, in 05. Yeah, because I was always that insecure singer you know, I always knew I could sing, but, um, you know, like when Najee put me, I was like, whoa, okay. And just seeing the various different reactions from the crowds and the audiences that we would, you know, perform for. I mean, he took me out the country, you know, overseas wow. and different islands and I'm performing in front of crowds. I have never, you know, I, I've always dreamed about performing in front of and, you know, like getting ovations and applause and people actually want in my autograph after the show that really messed me right. up i was like okay so i guess that was probably a very pivotal moment right you know for right. me right as an artist wow wow do you play the instruments i don't and it's so crazy because i've always wanted to learn i'm i'm, I'm a type of artist less i get very I get easily distracted. I think I have ADHD or something because, and I have a whole piano right in my basement that's just sitting there looking at me collecting dust. Right. So I'll sit there. Like, I know how to dabble with the notes. I know how to find the notes. But if you ask me to play a song, I can't play it, but I can mm -hmm. find where I'm supposed to be. I can find the key, you know? Right. It's, it's, it's really weird. Like, and I can actually write a song. Um, right. I was I, getting ready to ask you that too. I was going to say, when you write, when you're writing a song, and you have the melody in your head, right? Well, well let, me, yeah. let, me, let me ask you this. When you write a song, how do you go about it? How, how does it work for you when you actually pen a song? I'm very big on melody. I There's always a melody that sticks in my head. And then I take that melody and I add lyrics to it. And I usually try to write something that, you know, is... um. You know, that, that kind of hits home or something that I can relate to. Not all the time. Sometimes it's other people's stuff. It ain't always my stuff, you know, but uh, <laughs> it's always mm -hmm. a strong melody that I hear in my head or maybe it's a track that someone gives me and it's like, it's gotta be, it just has to have a strong melody because that's that's what always hits me first. I mean, all my favorite songs throughout my life have always been songs that just had a very powerful melody to something that you just can't, you just can't get out of your brain. You know what right, I mean? So right. that's usually how it starts. Just mm -hmm. like some kind of melodic line that I just can't forget. Right, right, right. Now, do you write? I mean, most people write from personal experience. Um, are you close to like like when things happen in your life? Do you go get the pen and and write, or do you just 
come up with a song because you're just feeling a certain vibe or a little of both. It's a combination of both. Sometimes it's personal experience. Um, and sometimes it's other people's stuff. Sometimes it's a situation that I've I've heard about from right. a friend or a situation that I've, you know, I've actually witnessed. I can write about that. You know, but like I have a latest song out now called Strive, which deals with mental health, anxiety, and depression, yes. which is something that yes. a lot of us are dealing with. Right. I just felt like it needed to be discussed. Right. It's not really something that you you hear on the radio. You know, mm. I, I know a lot of radio stations tend to move away from those type of topics, but I just felt like as an artist, I'd be doing myself and everybody else a disservice not to tap into human nature. Like right. things that are that really actually affect us, right? Right, because know? that's big out here. You know, depression is very big. A lot of people, num number one, people have been misdiagnosed for many years. It Absolutely. was like, oh, they got an attitude, or yeah, you know, uh, you know, they they drink too much or whatever. <clears throat> people are medicating themselves because you know they didn't want people to know what they were really going through, and now it's become more more um, upfront now about depression. There's well, a lot of, you, know, you, you know what, Les, not to interrupt you, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. It, it really became huge, I think, during the whole pandemic. It's right, like, right, right. During the pandemic, everybody right. realized, oh, shoot, I, I guess something is wrong, <laughs> you yeah. know. But, you know, it's, it's just something that needs to be spoken about, especially in our community. I, I know in, in the black community, I mean, I'm sure every community is affected by it, but, like, you know, as black men, we're as a young child, we're always taught to be rough and tough. Right. You, you can't even express yourself any type of way. You're going to be called a punk if you do. Right. But I think now it's like, listen, you better say something and let people know what's going on so they can know how to diagnose you or, or know yeah. how to deal with you. Yeah, true, true. Dario, Tattletale, I know I'm dominating the conversation, so y'all can jump <laughs> nah, on you, No, fine. you go right ahead. No, we know you, him. We know him. We know him, exactly. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. I just want to be fair. Back in the day, me and him did, did a duet. Did, did a duet? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, was that? we did a duet together. <laughs> what, what was that called, yeah. man? Well, come on, man. What was Acting that? Acting the damn fool. <laughs> That's right. Let Tattletail say what he wants and make him feel better. Tattletail, you did a duet. But you know what's so crazy? Yeah, we did. You taught me a word. He taught me a word. Tattletail, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You I, remember, that, I remember. I remember. You know where I'm about to go? I'll tell you what it is. What is Haberdashery. it? Haberdashery. Yes! Haberdashery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> <down to>, <laughs> that brother right there, I'm sure you already know, oh, yeah. Tattletail plays no game. That's right. That's right. He plays no game. That's and right. He's on point. That's right. That's wow. You still remember that? Wow. <laughs> yes. I had to go look it up in a dictionary. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, man. I had, to, I had to put my little pimp talk on you down there. Yeah, Yo, <laughs> I love it. Each one, teach one. I love it. There you that's go. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. So let me ask oh, you this. Oh, man. How, how is it working with Miss uh, Minette over here? Come on, be, be honest, man. What, what's going on with that, man? I love working with her because she's like, 
and Dahlia, please don't take this the wrong way, but she's like the sister <laughs> I never had, you know? Okay. I like to call her up. And I know I get on her nerves sometimes. I call her from work, you know, be like, I just want to run something by you real quick, only because I want her opinion. Sometimes right. I need that female perspective no doubt. or opinion on something. I don't always want to hear from a dude. I want to hear from a female, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Dahlia will come from that perspective, and, and she'll come at me in a way, it's like, okay, it's like it's maybe it's the soft tone that she has. I don't know. <laughs> you just have a certain way about her that you know. Okay, it's well, soothing. It's so, all right, all right, all right. That sounds good. Sounds good. Now let, let me ask you this: when you um when you were when you were coming up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what artist did you like? Like when you got in the mirror, or you. Who who did you try to act like in in the house, man? Who 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 was that artist? I mean, off the top of my head, so many Stevie Wonder. The the guy that really touched my heart and soul was Donny Hathaway. Uh, and I know I don't sound like him, but I love uh, going to him. That's crazy. He, yes, he's like a musical muse, like a teacher for me. I feel like I'm in college listening to Donny Hathaway he's or Sam Cooke or Al Green. It's always mostly the old school singers, like the yeah. more soulful yeah. singers that sing from the gut. They come from a place of pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just tell they done been through something wow. when you listen wow. to him, you know? Wow. Donnie yeah. Hathaway is definitely one. I could sit there in, in my living room, put, put his album on with, with a glass of Crown Royal and just, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in class. Right. And you talk about something, you talk about depression. I mean, yeah, you yeah. You know? Yeah. So singers, definitely yeah. singers like him. Yeah. Even, even female singers. I mean, I, I love I love the inflections of, like, a Shaka. Shaka you know, Aretha Franklin, you, what singer on this earth have, has not been influenced by Aretha yeah. Franklin, male right. or female? That's, right. Right. I mean, I, I could listen to the Amazing Grace album and that's just like, you know, I feel like I'm in college, like studying a course. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? she, she, she was the queen of soul. She still yeah. is. Still is. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So you have a, you have a, a record out now? You have, you have a... Cut out I do. I have a single out now called Strive that features saxophonist William Prince. Okay. Who's also out of Connecticut. And that, you know, as I, I spoke of earlier, it's a song that deals with depression, anxiety, things of that nature, something that needs to be um discussed. Yeah, um, it was just released maybe a month ago. So it's still fairly new. Okay. You know, so this is what we're gonna do. This is what mm -hmm. we're gonna do right here. We're gonna share that with the world right now. Awesome. All right, let's do that. Then we'll come back and talk about that a little bit. Okay. Let me, let me bring that up. Here we go. Oh, we're ready for you, brother. We are, <laughs> ready for you. we are ready for you. Let's make that large and in charge. Here we go. Hey, everybody. I am Lamone. I just wanted to come to you today to talk about something that a lot of us may be dealing with silently, and we don't want to talk about it. And that is depression and anxiety. You may have a friend or family member who is secretly dealing with this and they don't want to talk about it because they're scared or they may feel ashamed. You might make fun of them. Uh, the video you're about to see is in no way, shape or form meant to promote anything negatively or promote any type of violence, but it is meant to shed light on what could potentially happen if you don't pay attention mm -hmm. to these signs. 
So for those of you who are struggling with any of these symptoms, and maybe silently, please don't hesitate to reach out to a loved one, family member, a friend, or even have a talk with Jehovah God, because I promise you, you're not the only one. deep man that's a heavy song brother that is a heavy song man yeah 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 that's a heavy song y'all needs to be talked about i like that i'm gonna put that song on on the station as well let me turn this yeah, on yeah yeah i think that's a song that you'll come back there you go I think that's a song that really resonates with a lot of people nowadays with dealing with mental health issues 
dealing with people who are either your partner or a child that has mental health issues. And as a community, we don't acknowledge it. We don't acknowledge that these things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, half the homeless people, if they were helped mentally, probably wouldn't be homeless. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it needs to be looked at. It needs to be recognized. It needs to be talked about. So I applaud you, Lamont. Yeah. Very nice song, man. Very nice song. Yep. And then Thank you. Song. I appreciate it. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. Yep. We can hear okay. You. I, I lost sound for a minute. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. as you can see point. that um, the inspiration for the head wrap, I had just came back from Egypt. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and he posted pictures, by the way, made everybody jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't the intention, though. But those the head wraps in Egypt, uh, I actually got that from the Nubian tribe in, in, in Africa. There's a tribe called the Nubians mm. in Egypt, and that's that's actually what they wear. You know, to cover their head, to cover their face from the sand and the sun, but that was the whole inspiration behind the head wraps. Nice. Tell tell us about the trip, man. What what was it like there in Egypt? Going there and and how was you greeted? How was you treated? Tell us a little bit about that because that's that's important. Egypt was amazing. It was um, a life changing experience. I mean, there's so much history in Egypt, as you already know, um, good and bad. Um, the one thing, like I said earlier, was, you know, a tribe that people don't like to speak of are, are the people of, of Nubia. They're called Nubians, and you hardly ever hear about them, but they are an indigenous tribe over there of, of black people, you know. Uh, so that was one of the things that I learned about from going to Egypt. Um, I also learned that a lot of Egyptians are actually sitting right in Africa, but don't think they are Africans, <laughs> yes. which is so weird, yes. you know, yes. how you going to, how you going to be a country sitting in Africa, but you don't consider yourself African. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, yeah. You know, yeah. So that was a wild thing, but, um, well, but you, so you how, know, all the artifacts, the tombs, the, um, mm-hmm. did you perform over there? Did you, did you do any performing or you just was visiting? No, I was I was just visiting. It was just a vacation uh, that I. It was a bucket list trip. Always wanted to go to Egypt. Always wanted nice. to go to Africa. Period. That was only my first nice. stop in nice. Africa. I will be returning. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I'm in the process right now of actually tracing my uh, African ancestry. Uh, I started that process once I find out where I'm actually from. Going back to the tribe, I plan to visit there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's nice, man. That's really nice. We all need to do that. I want to do that one day myself. When I grow up, I want to be I just recommend like everyone you. do it, yeah. <laughs> I already did it. I don't know about you all. I oh, know well, we, well we, we know you're a world traveler. We understand. <laughs> we understand. Like, where are you from, Dahlia? Where are you from? I'm not talking to you, Tattletail, and that's for another conversation tonight. Is about <laughs> you think it's all about you? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, please get this. What's up with this accent, Tabitha? I don't know, man. I just got my. I went to Sydney, Australia, because I wanted to know the whole science about a boomerang. Okay. (laughs) A very interesting instrument. You can knock somebody out from afar, and no one would know henceforth where it came. So I'm very curious about that. 
Tattletale. I feel like I'm watching the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Not to Australia. <laughs> Bring it back. Come it, back to us. Is this an episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous over here? Yeah. Oh, but, oh, oh, but of course. Robin uh, Lee. You, you know, when you when you spend time out in the outback and you're among all the kangaroos and all the wild dingo dogs, it gives you a whole new perspective on life. It he's, really does. He's lost it, but he is gone. <laughs> Somebody pass him a, a shot of Hennessy or something. I love it. What? <laughs> man, oh, man. <laughs> so listen, Lamone, um, where's your next performance? What are you doing? What's currently going on with you? Well, locally, I have a couple of things lined up here in Connecticut. Uh, I'll be doing a... <laughs> a benefit uh, party for uh, the NAACP chapter here in Waterbury, Connecticut. Okay. Uh, that's basically the next thing I'll be doing locally. Um, as far as abroad, I don't have anything as of yet, but, you know, anything can happen. I, I usually take it as it comes, you know. Right, right. right. I, I could have no gig tomorrow, and then the next thing you know, the phone is ringing to be somewhere. So right. true that could definitely change at any, any given moment. True indeed, true indeed. That is true. Um. Okay, so there's a couple other things. I understand uh, Dali was telling us that you are into bodybuilding. Tell us about that. Tell us about that. Ooh, That's interesting. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while, but um, yeah, I, I got into fitness like over 20 years ago. Started working out, bodybuilding, and um, over the years, I guess... I guess you could say I got pretty good at it because people wanted me to compete. Okay. So I hooked up with a trainer who, uh, you know, who, who was like, Lamone, you really need to hop on stage, you know, for your age. Like, you would probably kill it, you know, in your category. Mm. So I'm like, you crazy. Like, I don't, you know, I can't see myself hopping on stage half naked and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just for the whole world to see. He was like, listen, he's like, at your age, you'd be an inspiration. He was like, you actually be an inspiration to guys your age. I'm like, and I started looking at it that way. Like, okay, well, if I can inspire people mm -hmm. in my age group to, you know, to pay more attention to their health and fitness, it might be a good thing. So I would say about three years ago, I did my first competition mm. where I placed fifth. I didn't win, but I didn't even believe, I couldn't believe I was even in the top five. Wow. Wow. So, I placed the top five, and I was like, nah. If mm. I could do top five, then wait a minute. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe I could do top three. So I was on a mission from there. My second competition, I actually won first place. Oh, okay. Wow. But I didn't right. – yeah, but I didn't get a pro card. So I competed again. The third time I competed, I won first place and got a pro card. So now I'm like hooked. I'm like, yo. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. So maybe I can incorporate the fitness with the music and, you know, why, why yeah. not? I mean, I'm looking at guys like Jeffrey Osborne on stage with the tight shirts on and everything. I'm like, I can do that too. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it just became a lifestyle change. You know, once I figured out that I can incorporate this in my lifestyle and have it used to my advantage on the stage, you know, I, I, I just became an, a fitness addict, <laughs> and uh, okay. it's okay. it's part of my everyday life. I, I, I less I feel like if if I wake up and I don't go to the gym, I really feel like I'm not getting paid. 
Wow. That's how deep it is. Wow. That's good. That's good, man. That's commitment right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 That's, that's commitment. Let me ask you this now in, in terms of training. Um, mm -hmm. I know it's 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 diet, it's it's all what do you do in terms what changed in your food intake? What 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 changed with your whole nutrition and all that? What did you have to do to to come you know to go along with your with your bodybuilding and your training? I really had to start paying attention to labels and what's mm. um, in the food, the food that we're putting in our bodies, because a lot of it is what actually causes a lot of problems that we have, like cancer, wow. diabetes, blood sugar, all that stuff. It's all in the food, man. You'd be surprised. Um, so I really started paying attention. I tried to I tried to lean more towards like a pescatarian diet. You know, I'm not fully off of meat. I still eat fish. I still eat chicken. Uh, I, I try to stay away from pork and um, and beef. They just, you know, it's hard for it's hard for the body to digest beef. Mm -hmm. So you know, I try to do a lot of fruits and vegetables. Mm. You know, what I mean, is um, as clean as clean as I can. I, you know, I'm, I don't always, you know, I'm not always successful in that. Sometimes I do fall off the wagon, but yeah, right. I, I do pay way more attention to what I. What I eat, as I did, like in my younger years, you know what I mean? Because I'm trying to live for the next 20 years. I need the state of Connecticut to pay me for the next 20 years. Being that I gave them 20, I need them to give me my 20 back. What I mean by that is I retired. I wasn't locked up in jail as an inmate. Right. Okay. Good. 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 That's a good one. And listen, advice. Advice to a. Uh, a middle-aged, well, not middle-aged, an older, older gentleman. How, how, someone that wants to get into mm -hmm. keeping himself fit? What would you suggest for somebody that's not really young, but not too old to do something? What would you suggest to those? Like people? Les Boogie and oh, 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 wait a minute, I'm gonna talk about me. That's what we talking about. Okay. <laughs> Les, I would suggest yeah. you try to stay as active as you can. It could just be walking down the street, just stay moving. Cause if you stay still stagnant too long, you get lazy, you get tired, you're not giving your muscles the, the flexibility to, to stretch and be active. You know, you, you, you gotta stay mobile. You gotta keep it moving. Don't sit still for too long, seriously. You know, get up, take a walk down the street to, to the corner store, whatever, just stay moving, stay active. And watch what you. Eat. You got to get that blood flowing through the body, and definitely watch what you eat. Try to pay more attention to what's on the label of the foods that you're putting in your body, because I promise you, that's the cause of a lot of our problems. Well, I've been told that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was actually, I mean, for for many years, playing, playing, kept playing ball, kept playing ball, and the pandemic came in, and that kind of like stopped us, man. We were mixing the young guys with the older guys, and we played for like 20 years like twice a week. And that yeah. really, really kept me feeling good. And then I noticed when I stopped, yo, start getting stiff. You know, the, the, the what you talk about, the limbs, everything just seemed like, it seemed like walking got hard. And I'm like, yo, what is this going on <laughs> Exactly. Well, I was an athlete yeah. all my life. And I'm like, I'm like, this is crazy. So yeah. what I've been doing is I've been walking, you know, more now than I, than I have in the last, the last couple of months. I started walking again, you know? Really started walking, and to be honest with you, I feel a lot yeah. better now than I did a month ago. You know, yeah, yeah. So get to Correct. that. Correct, exactly. Yeah. And you know, our muscles have memory too. To be honest with you, 
know what I'm saying? Your muscles will remember how how they used to stretch and, you know, the flexibility. You, you, you just got to remind your muscles every now and then, you know? So, so, yeah, that's a good thing. Okay, cool. So now musically, musically, where where's Lamone going? What what is what is your aspirations? Mm -hmm. Where are you trying to reach? What are you trying to do, brother? <clears throat> what's ideal for you? Well, I definitely want to continue making music. What's ideal? Yeah. You know, it that's ooh, that's a loaded question. It's so interesting yeah, it because it you is. know, people always <laughs> ask me like People, people around here where I live, they were like, you should be bigger. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. I think I've, I've lost the, the, like, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be a superstar. I welcome it if it happens, but I feel like I'm living my best life right now. I'm retired. I, I'm still doing what I love to do. So to me, that is success. Now, whether or not I become, mm -hmm. you know, a big superstar you know what I mean? Like, on the level of Beyonce, I don't even care about that. If it happens, it happens. And be honest with you, the way the industry's set up nowadays, for, for a guy like me, they ain't, they ain't looking for that. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm content. Like, I, I, I love music. I love... It's my way of expressing myself through song and through music. As long as I have that outlet, then I'm doing what I love to do. In my mind, I'm already successful. Gotcha. Because mm -hmm. I'm doing what I love to do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now, I'm not going to um, if if something happens musically where you know it catapults me to another stratosphere of of, of superstardom, I welcome that as well. I ain't mad. I ain't dead yet. You know, what I'm saying? Right. So, right, right. I still got a whole lot in me. You know what right. I mean? So, right. Right. and I feel like I can still hang with a lot of these young cats. You know, put me on the stage with Usher. I give him, I give him around. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, man. You need to I don't know about that Chris Brown. But yeah, Usher, he's, I think yeah, I can yeah. hang with Usher. Yeah, yeah. They both, they both, bad, they, both of them are bad, bad boys right there. They're I love of both of them. Usher's killing I, I it. He's it. doing his thing. Yeah. Yes, he is. I love yeah. it. I feel like he's he's kind of bringing our, the male R&B guy back to the the forefront. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, Usher's yeah. our guy right now. Like, yo, right. he about to kill the Super Bowl. Right. Oh, that's, yeah, he's going to kill it. And then there's residencies. Yeah, he's, he's bad. He's bad. He's 45 yeah. now. He's 45 years old now, though. He's getting old. He's getting up there. He's getting up there. Wow. You no, know? come on, don't say that. Yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you know, you know. They'll try to put you out the pastor when you when you when you turn 45. They try to put you out the pastor, but we're not gonna let that happen. We're not gonna let that. Happen. I got right. kids older than 45. You got, Man, you got kids listen. older than 45. Ooh, you. Yeah, well, much if, older if than 45. Usher, if Usher's older, I must already be dead then. Man, we're not gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about Tattletales. He's old. He's old. We ain't gonna talk about it. I'm I'm a young man. Nah, I'm only joking. But, um, you know, um, I, I would I would love to see you uh do some shows, man, out here in New York and and all around because I heard your voice and like I said, you can hang with these guys, man, and I think you got a lot of talent, man. We got to try to get you some that. shows out here, man. You need to get in the circuit over here, man. You really mm -hmm. you need nothing but our, our, our next door neighbor. That's the backyard yeah. right there. Yeah, Y'all only an hour and a half away from me, yeah. so that's nothing. Need to get in this circuit out here. You know, we're, yes. we're going to talk with Dahlia and then come up with something, man, because I was telling her before, you know, you know, you have the look. You have the look. You've got the, you got the pipes. You got the pipes, to, you know. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I'm I, I I even floated your your music to a couple of the ladies, and and you already know what it is. So, you know, with that being said, they you need to be seen. You need to be seen out there. 
That's the that's the audience right there. I usually I always ask the ladies what you think. That's why I call Dolly. Be like Dolly, what you think it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the dude's gonna do whatever the ladies do. They're gonna go however the, la- <laughs> and the ladies buy and the ladies buy the ladies come to the show and they buy the tickets anyway. So later on, the dude's gonna fall in line anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. They're gonna say, Yeah, I know uh-huh. him. That's my bad. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. As long as they like you, the ladies, they buy the tickets, they come to the shows. You know, I, oh, e- even with the wardrobe, I always run it by the woman. What you think of this outfit? No, nah, don't do that. Rock it like this. Oh, okay. Right. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. right you think right. I don't listen? That's important. That's important, man. <laughs> that, that's very important. So we're gonna see what we can do, you man. I'm gonna take it. your song. I'm gonna take I, your I song. Will say you, you do listen. You do listen a lot. So oh, he does. Okay. It's Good always thing. a pleasure. Being Thank you, Dahlia. <laughs> Especially to you, even when you, even if you think I don't, I do. <laughs> He'll call me at any time of the day. Uh, I just got one thing question. I will say: Dahlia does answer the phone. <laughs> just, that's it. Just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Ends up being an hour talk. Ah, uh, okay. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Let, let me ask you this: What is the what is the pros and the con the pros and cons of what your experience has been in the music business? <clears throat> the pros and the cons. I mean, I'm not even on the level of like a superstar, but like around here, a lot of times people don't know how to respect your privacy. Sometimes they'll see you out at a, you know, whether it's a bar, restaurant, grocery store, whatever, you know, a lot of times I got to remember to put on the smiley face. And even, you know, sometimes, you know, absentmindedly I'm, I'm listening to my music or I'm I'm not even thinking how I'm looking or, you know, if I look angry or something and people would just come up to me or whatever. And a lot lot of people know me and I can't remember who they are. You know, they'd be like, Lamon, what's up? You know, I got you. I seen your video or, you know, I seen you over here. And I'm like, oh, I I forget your name, but please forgive me because I see people every day. Like a lot of so I I guess a con would be I I don't remember a lot of people's names. People people know me, I don't know them, but they know me, so I have to act like I know them, (laughs) you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um so the pros there's a lot uh, the pros is as an artist, I get to make good music that touches people's hearts and souls, like you know. Mm. Like my latest song, Strive, you know, that's a song that, listen, somebody, a brother came up to me not too long ago and he told me, he was like, bro, he was like, you you did your thing on that song right there. He was like, you don't even understand how many dudes is out here dealing with that. And I, and I really respected him telling me that because he didn't have to tell me, you know how dudes are. They don't always want to mm-hmm. say stuff like that to you. Yeah. But the fact that he approached me and he said that to me, it, even... A uh, previous song of mine called Born to Be a King. That was like a letter to America from a black man's perspective. I was ta- I was coming from the perspective of a black man, how we felt in America. And someone actually approved. You'll come back. We're going to play that song. Appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that I wrote that song because he. Uh-oh. Go ahead. You there? Yeah, yeah, you there. Go ahead. We hear you. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, he was telling me that everything I said in that song was something, things that he could relate to and things that he wanted to say. He just didn't know how to put it in words. And so I thanked him. I was like, wow, that, that really touched me. The fact that as an artist, I can touch people through music. That's great, man. That's great. Now, you mentioned the song Born to Be a King. Tell us tell us about that song, how you came, came about that song, <clears throat> where it all originated and your feelings on it. Born to Be a King was written during the pandemic. You know, every day I, I woke up, I got so sick and tired of seeing images of black men being, it was almost like we had bullseyes on our chest and on our back, you know. Social media, it was just, it was driving me crazy. You know, it was putting me in, in a place of like, yo, what's going on? Like, and so that, that was my way of just telling the rest of the, you know, the brothers in the world, like, yo, Every day you wake up, you look at yourself in the mirror, you tell yourself you are a king, you are important. People out here imitating you, they're trying to be like you, they're copying everything you do. We, we create the trends, we create the fads, you know. We are trendsetters and, you know, the whole world is influenced by us. So every day you wake up, you look at yourself and be like, yo, I'm that dude. Mm -hmm. I am a king. There you go. Now on that note, we're going to play the song right now. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's the sound? Hold on. I have no sound. Let's try this again. Y'all don't have the sound, right? No. Okay, hold on a minute. Let's make an adjustment here. Okay, we're going to come back. Why is that not doing what it's doing? It should be playing. Alexis is my oldest. She was 18 when she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. When I found out our congressman, Anthony D'Esposito, opposed the law, lowering the... He's talking, yeah, where's the king? Come on, king, let's go. Hockey means the world to me. I'm not sure what it is. Give me one minute, we'll come back to that. Hold on a minute. Come back to that. It's got to be an adjustment here. Okay. All right, we'll continue on. Continue on, y'all. I'm going to make an adjustment here because I want to hear this song. I want the people to hear this song as well. I'm not sure why it's not playing, but we'll figure it out. Let me go to another feed. Hold on. Yeah, so I'm going to pause the... We'll be right back, y'all. Let's Boogie 101 show right here on Fresh Nation Radio. WJON. Our special guest, Lamont. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back with our special guest, Lamont, right here on the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio. Let me just tell you a few things. We come on Saturday mornings on Fresh Nation Radio. The links are all over Facebook. You go to the Let's Boogie one-on-one page, you'll find the link to the radio show on that page. You'll find it on Fresh Nation Radio. You'll find it on Let's Boogie Jones's radio uh, Facebook page. We're also on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Sam, Samsung Podcast, Podchaser, Boomplay, Facebook, Serious, Serious Podcast, Pandora, Podcast Attic, Overcast, and so many others. Stand by. We're going to play the song, Born to Be a King, by our artists and our guests, Lamont. Here we go. Thank you. 
One, two, one, two. Uh, we're gonna send this one out to all the brothers of the world. I got something I wanna say. King, y'all. That's our new anthem. That's our new anthem, y'all. <laughs> you better, you better believe King. it. <laughs> Steps like it. life, still I rise. That's right. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna play that for the brothers, man. That's our anthem, y'all. We're gonna, we gonna adopt that, man. We'll play that too, man. That's nice. That's right. Nice, brother. I like that, man. Born to be a king. See, that's what we were talking about earlier. That's what we talked about earlier. Now listen, Lamont, before before we let you go, you heard the conversation we had earlier. Um, and I know man. you got an opinion, brother. Talk to me, man. You know, it's 
here's the thing about the whole war over there. I don't really know too much about the backstory of it, you know, uh, but I know they've been fighting, which seems like forever. I'm not for war. I, I, you know, I don't like innocent people being killed and slaughtered and murdered. I think it's crazy. I wish I knew more about the backstory as, as you know, as, as to why they beefing, but it seems like it has a lot to do with colonization. Mm. You know, and um, and and I don't like how in a lot of these wars, it just seems like why is religion always being used as a excuse to kill people? Not God. I'm not talking about God. Religion. Right. right. That's what I don't like. But I don't really want to, you know, make too much of a judgment on it because I don't really. I'm kind of ignorant to the whole story, the, the whole backstory. Right. Got you. All right. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, wow. We've come to that part now in the show where we're almost time. It's almost time to go. It's almost time to go, yo. It was a great show. It was a great show. We went on. We went on, man. And, you know, I want to thank like, you. I feel like I just came over your house and you already kicking me out the door. <laughs> yeah, man. That was that was great, man. We was glad to have you, man. And um, you know, you're welcome back anytime. Anytime you have a new project, anything that's going on, please come back. Please come on back. Let us know. And we're gonna absolutely. have this on the air. I'm gonna hold you to that. Oh, absolutely. Word is bond. I don't I don't say nothing. I don't mean. And if I can't do it, I'll tell you I can't do it. But if I can, I will certainly will. That's for sure. That's how we get down. And um, like I said, man, you're a great That's talent, man. And I think people need to hear you. People not I don't think I know they need to hear you. You got a great voice, man. You're singing some you're hitting some notes, brother. I'm like, whoa, whoa, he's hitting some notes <laughs> up there, man. You know what I'm saying? You got the total package, man, and you need to share that with the world, and I know you want to. And anything we could do, we're gonna make we're gonna make sure that we do something. I do. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna make sure we do something, man. Appreciate that. That's yeah, thank you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. We'll talk, man. Tattletail and parting, brother. It's a pleasure. Tattletail, yeah, you well, I'm right here. Can y'all hear me? Again? Well, we got you. Oh, I yeah, man. You. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. I gotta I gotta get me some me. more haberdashery too, man. <laughs> Listen, I gotta catch up with you. I'm still trying to catch up with ah! your Oh man, no, you be fly, brother. You be fly. I said that's what I said. Look at his haberdashery. Miss <laughs> 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 uh, Dahlia, until next time. Love you, Dahlia. Thank you for time. the hookup. Yes, absolutely. And tell us, it's been a pleasure, brother. Absolutely. Tell us, tell us, tell everybody. Where they can find you at? Social you can media. Find me all over social media. Facebook. Uh, the name is spelled L A M O N E. You can find me on Instagram under I am Lamone. That's I am L A M O N E. Uh, you can find me on TikTok. Same name. I am Lamone. And you can find me on YouTube under Lamone. L A M O N E. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, that's dope. Right on that note, Apple Music. Apple Music Apple too. Music, Amazon Music. <laughs> okay. okay. And y'all, y'all subscribe to that YouTube channel, y'all. Lamone Music. Subscribe, subscribe to that channel. He's got a lot of videos up. I see about fifty different videos, man. So he's been busy. I need to give it this brother. He's got great talent. You'll be hearing a lot about him in the future, and we are. Uh, 
you know, it was very good to have him on this show, the Let's Boogie one-on-one show here on Fresh Station Radio. I want to thank my co-host, Dahlia, for inviting him. She's got a lot of a lot going on here. And we're glad to have her here. And then comedian Tattletail, always, brother, always holding me down. I appreciate <laughs> you. So to the next time, we will see y'all in the place to be, the Let's Boogie one-on-one show, another episode in the books. See y'all later. Now, now listen to the sound, to the sound of, the voice of the voice of all of cities. cities. Will tracks tracks. And if you're celebrating a birthday, happy birthday to you! I got a birthday coming up in ten days, y'all. Ten days. Another one, as they say, another one. God willing, everybody be good, be safe. We'll see you on the next one.